Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to promote your products as gifts. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of this, some of you are going to have to admit that your products aren't for everyone. Having a face doesn't mean everyone wants or needs your skincare, and even if they do, it doesn't mean they want it as a gift. If I gave my husband skincare for Christmas or for any holiday, he wouldn't be excited no matter how great the skincare was. When you try to convince your audience that you are one-stop shopping for gifts, you hurt your credibility. If your products were sold in stores and the first store that comes to mind is CVS, it's probably not a giftable item. Now that doesn't mean people can't and shouldn't give it as a gift. It just means that you need to get a little creative. If you sell a health or wellness product like supplements, talk to your customers about putting together a whole wellness bundle and have your product be part of it. It might include a gift card to Whole Foods or a healthy restaurant. It could include some books on health and wellness or even on mindset or woo-woo. It could include some exercise clothing. It could include bath bombs, a fun novel, a candle, and a robe. If you gave me a bottle of CBD pills because I've been complaining about being stressed out and not sleeping well, I'd be like, well, okay, you know, I'll go ahead and try it. But if you included them with a nice candle and maybe even a gratitude journal, I would be much more excited about the gift. You don't need to provide the other items. You just need to give people an idea of what to include. And this is a great discussion to have in your VIP group and with your team. I know that you want your products to be the main event, but offering gift bundle suggestions will help you get more of your products into more people's hands, which means you'll have more potential future customers. Think about products that are low or mid-price that are also gateway products, meaning that they're a good representation of what you offer, and when someone tries it, they're curious about what else you have because they loved it. If they're bundling your product with things that you don't sell, then it should be something that can stand alone. So if you sell Scentsy, then talk about offering a product besides the bars because they can't do anything with just a bar. Now, some companies put together a gift guide, and if your company does that, I would start with that. If your company didn't put together a gift guide, look at what other companies did to get ideas of how your products could be gifts and also collaborate with other consultants in your company. And when you're picking the other consultants to collaborate with, I would pick ones who are creative and good sellers, and I would invite them to listen to this podcast to start getting some ideas. I went through some gift guides when I was putting this together to give you ideas for how to expand upon the gift guide. Besides talking about the gifts, let people know who it's for and how they can add things to it. So for example, Pampered Chef has a pop and stir bundle, and that includes their popcorn popper, seasonings, and gift boxes. I would talk about how this is a perfect gift for the movie lover or for the college student. And it's great for the mom whose kids love to host sleepovers or for the cool uncle who likes hanging out with his nieces and nephews. 
It's also a great gift to give your office and keep it in the break room because there's nothing worse when someone burns their bag of microwave popcorn. Sensi has a warmer and a bar set where you get to pick your warmer and your bar. This is great for anyone who loves to burn candles but doesn't because they're worried about their kids or their dog knocking them over. It's also perfect for college dorm rooms and for your athlete's bedroom. It's perfect for your OCD and worrywart friends. They can leave their house and not worry every time they hear a siren and wonder if they remember to blow out the candle before they left. And because they can pick their warmer and their bar, you can tell people that they can give the same gift to all their grandkids, but everyone's will be individual and personal because you can customize the bundle for each kid. And then for some of the gift ideas, not for all of them, but for some of them, you might want to go ahead and give suggestions for different add-ons. So with Sensi, you could always suggest more bars because one of the things that makes Sensi fun is that you can switch out your scents. And I would plant the seed now that gifting them more bars throughout the year is a great idea. So they can always add more bars to an Easter basket, a care package, and next year's Christmas stocking. With Pampered Chef, you could add on the brownie bar or more seasonings and throw in a free digital cookbook. You can also suggest things that you don't sell. With Pampered Chef, you could suggest a bottle of wine and a subscription to a streaming service. You can also suggest things to complement the bundle based on who it's for. If you're giving it to a teacher, suggest a Starbucks gift card or an Office Depot gift card. If you're giving it to a busy mom, maybe it's things for self-care for herself. Maybe you suggest a face mask, a book, and a bottle of wine. When you're suggesting add-ons that aren't part of your product line, be general. If you're too specific, some people will feel like they have to get exactly what you suggested, and if they can't find it or if it's out of their price range, they might abandon the whole idea. Some people shop for gifts by price, so put together a list of things that would make a great gift in the big price range limits that people follow. So these are typically $10 to $15, $20 to $40, $50 to $100. Then when you're doing this, don't list everything that you have in those price ranges. Your website might do this, and if it does, you can direct people to it. But you don't want people going through a long list of items to find a $10 teacher gift. In many cases, listing your items is going to be a waste of time anyway because most people, even your customers, won't know the items by their official names. So this is where graphics can come in really handy. Now, I'm not usually one to tell you to use company graphics, but in this case, I think it's the best way to go because it's fast and easy for you and it's clean and easy for your customers. Make a graphic of four of your company graphics and put them on the same one in each corner and then in the middle, put a circle that says gift ideas for under $20 or whatever your price range is. And then in the text, tell them to visit your website or contact you for more ideas. And I would be telling my customers over and over again that I'm happy to help them and their Santas. Let them know that you're just a message away. If you spend some time before you even make that offer of helping people, if you spend some time putting together some gift ideas and gift bundles, it's going to really help when you're talking to people about what kind of gifts to ask for and what kind of gifts to give. If you have giftable items like Pampered Chef or jewelry or clothing, things like that, or even a complete skincare collection, people will often ask for the higher ticket things for themselves. When they're gifting items, though, from your product line, a lot of times they'll choose things that are mid-priced or lower-priced. So the key to selling lower priced items is to sell them in bulk. 
Talk about how easy it is to give every teacher, every employee, every team member, and every cousin the exact same gift. And they can bundle the lower priced items with other things like we just talked about. You could also offer a service with a gift. And the service could be a challenge or a class or a workshop related to what you sell. If you sell supplements, you could do a health-related challenge after the holidays. And it could be super simple. Maybe it's just exercise at least 15 minutes a day and add in easy tips here and there. And you can do this in your VIP group. So if you want to add on something like this and offer a service to the people who are giving your products as a gift, then make up a little graphic with it. And just very simple, super easy. Hey, you know, after the holiday, holiday challenge, you're invited to join us. And then go ahead and put a QR code to your VIP group or put the link to your VIP group and then send it to everyone who bought the gift so that they can include it with the gift when they give it. Another great thing to offer people this time of the year is to talk about different ways to package your products and to present them as a gift, especially for things that don't come in a box. So some of your lower priced items, you might actually be part of the outside of the gift. You might tie it to a ribbon and it could be the gift topper. Also think about if your products could be part of the package. An oven mitt could act as a gift bag. A dish towel could be used as wrapping. Skincare could be put into a cute basket or a bowl. If you're looking for different ideas for this kind of a thing, then go to stores that sell products that are similar to yours and see how they're putting together gift bundles. When you're talking about your products that are gifts, talk about who to gift it to and encourage people to think ahead for the rest of the year. Even if they don't buy their teacher appreciation gifts right now, you planted a seed and you have an easy reason to reach out when the time comes. I used to teach my customers to have a gift stash and I personally have two of them. When my kids were little, I had three gift stashes because I had a separate stash for gifts that they could go ahead and give. So if they were invited to a last minute birthday party or if they needed a, you know, some kind of gift for one of their friends, we could go to the gift stash and find something. So right now I have two gift stashes. I have a holiday gift stash that's holiday type items like Santa tea towels and ornaments. And I have an everyday gift stash that has things like wine glasses and books and journals, things like that. Then if I need to put together something quickly during the year, I can go to my gift stash and I'm all set. So if I need a hostess gift for the neighborhood cookie exchange, I can grab a tea towel and a bottle of wine and I'm ready to go. So this is something you can talk to your customers about and talk to them about doing all year long. People always need gifts for teacher appreciation, coaches gifts, hostess gifts, thank you gifts, thinking of you gifts, and of course, things like birthdays and girlfriend get togethers. Part of the key to having a successful gifting season is that you're going to promote it. And posting product images with some text might get you some sales, but you'll increase your sales by actively promoting your products and the gift ideas and by putting yourself out there. This is a relationship business and posting product images doesn't produce relationships. It's especially important for you to stand out this time of year. People are bombarded with marketing, not only from other direct sellers, but from stores, from websites, and from products. Reach out to people from a place of service and offer to help them. And I found that if direct sellers aren't in the habit of reaching out to people, it's easier to start this habit by inviting people to something rather than offering to help or talking about a special. So I would plan a gifting event, even if you're already doing an open house. And I would do this gifting event as a virtual event. 
Now you can do it however you do your virtual events, but the format's going to be a little bit different. So if you do a five-day Facebook party, you can do your gifting event like that in your VIP group. But if you don't go live during your Facebook parties, you're going to want to make sure that you do go live during this. And the posts that you post should be all about gifts and not typical party posts. So you might not play games or do interactive things. You might just talk about the gifts, who they're for, different packaging ideas, different add-ons, things like that. This gifting event isn't an introduction to your products. Most people will be familiar with your products and the people who aren't familiar with your products are probably there to buy for one of your customers. Everyone can ask questions or scroll through your VIP group or your business profiles if they want more information beyond the gifts. If you have a gift guide, then use that as your starting point, and then you can build upon it with some other ideas that we just talked about. If you typically sell by going live on TikTok or another social media platform, great, do this event using that platform. During the live, I would act like I was on QVC. I would tell stories about the products and paint pictures of how people can use them. I would talk about who would love them, and I would talk about what you could add to them to make it a complete gift or to make it part of a group gift. Now, if this is out of your comfort zone, I want you to still go ahead and do it, even just do it for a short time period. It's never going to be part of your comfort zone if you don't get started doing it. If for some reason you absolutely can't go live or even do a video, then you can do this through posts. But I think going live is going to be so much easier and it's going to be so much more effective. So schedule this event and advertise it. Even if you're doing a video, let people know when you're going to post a video. So you could say something like, mark your calendars for Thursday evening because I'll be doing a very special holiday live where I'm going to give you gift ideas. It's going to be fun and there's going to be prizes. And if you're doing it through post or on a business profile, tell people that you're doing it and encourage them to invite people. Put together some kind of invitation post and then have people tag people on that post so people are aware that this is happening. If you're doing this in your customer group, have people invite people to the group so they can participate in it. And I would set up entry questions for the group to ask, who can you thank for inviting you to the group? When you do this, start a spreadsheet to record the names of the people who invited people and the names of the people they invited. And record this information before you accept them into the group. Here's the value of putting this on a spreadsheet. You're going to be able to sort the information and you're going to be able to use this information in the future. So if Susie invites 10 people, you can contact Susie, thank her for inviting people to the group, and offer to do a party for her and her 10 friends so that they can get the full picture of XYZ, not just gift ideas. And you don't have to do this before the holidays. You can go ahead and thank Susie after the holidays and offer her a party then. I would also individually message people to let them know about the event. I'd start with people who have gift shopped with you in the past and with people who gave you a wish list or you know want someone to buy your products for them as a gift. So here's the outline I would use for the live. First of all, you're going to introduce yourself because some people watching it might not know who you are or know about your company, but keep this super short. Then you're going to tell them what to expect from the event. Even if you do go live often, this is probably going to be a little different than your typical live. So you're going to do a hybrid of teaching and selling. You might say something like, I'm going to do things a little differently than I do when I go live at a party or my VIP group. Today, I'm going to give you lots of ideas for holiday gifting. 
And we'll talk about gifts that you can give and gifts that you can ask Santa for. So invite your Santas and anyone you know who is doing holiday shopping to watch this. And I'd say this even if you told people to invite people before the event. You want this event to be in front of as many people as possible. It doesn't occur to most people to share information, and this invitation will help. Giving this statement up front will prime their thoughts to think about people as you go through your life. If you talk about teacher gifts, they might think of a room mom or their neighbor who has a bunch of kids, and then they can invite her to this event. I was talking to a leader about growing her customer group, and she said she avoids asking people to invite people to a group because she doesn't want a bunch of people in the group who don't want to be there. But here's the thing, though. How do they know if they want to be there or not if they don't even know about the group? Let people go ahead and invite people, and if people don't want to accept the invitation, they can go ahead and leave. And some people might go ahead and come to this event and then leave your group afterwards, and that's okay, but at least you got the opportunity to be in front of more people. And people need to be reminded that they can invite people to the group. And when you tell them, especially at the beginning of a live, that you have specific information or you're talking about a specific topic, names will pop into their head while you're talking. So after you go through that part, then make sure you share your contact information and your shopping links. People need to know how to get in touch with you. And I would put the shopping link in the description of the video or direct them to the link in your profile. You want to make it easy for people to access it. During the event, whether it's a live, a video, or through post, I would tell people to make two lists, a wish list for themselves and a gift list for the people they're shopping for. In the last episode, I talked about using wish lists, and most of my December business came from working the wish list. You can offer wish lists at your parties, in your VIP group, on this live, and at your open house. But the key to wish list success is that you have to work them, and the sooner you collect the wish list, the better. Be clear how they should send you the wish list, what information you need, and the deadline to send it to you by so that you get it in time to work with your Santas. You don't want to get stressed out about this and you don't want anyone missing the shipping deadline. So plan for at least a week to contact the Santas and get their orders. So the next part is talking about the products. Now don't go through all the features and benefits like you do at a party because that's going to take too long and you're not going to do a lot of teaching. Most of the people at this event are your current customers, and they're probably already familiar with your product line. They just want to figure out what to get and what to ask for. Tell people that this is a different type of presentation. And if anyone has any questions about anything, if they want to learn more about something, or if they want to see something that you haven't talked about, they should message you and you would love to help them. If they're not a customer and are shopping for someone who invited them, they don't need to know everything about the products. They just need to know who would like what. My husband usually asks for stereo equipment or something for his car, and I want to get him what he wants, and then sometimes I want to add on a little bonus to it. Now, I don't need to be educated on the equipment to buy it. If I had to sit through a whole presentation or read a lot of information, I would probably just tell him to order what he wants, and I would give him a bonus gift from someplace else. When you go live, plan on doing no more than 30 minutes. That should be plenty of time to share everything that you want to share, and you can always stay on after it and answer questions or help people. But limiting your time will keep you on track and keep your people engaged. If you typically sell by going live, then do whatever your typical time frame is and make this a special gifting edition. Before you go live, prep everything. And you want to make sure you have all the items that you want to show on your table or on your countertop 
in the order in which you want to show them so that you save time. You're going to feel more confident and your presentation is going to flow better. If you're going to talk about giving the glass vase that you sell and filling it with Hershey Kisses, fill the glass vase with Hershey Kisses before your event so that you can show the final product. If there's a trick to it that will help people do it faster or easier, show the trick and then show the completed version. People are very visual, and this could be the difference between them not ordering anything and ordering all of their office gifts with you. Practice doing your presentation. This is going to help you with your confidence and with the flow of the presentation. And the more confident you are, the better your results will be. Minimize your distractions. So this includes your background, your lighting, and your sound. You want people to focus on you and you want to come across as someone who takes your business seriously. I would use host and join sprinkles throughout the presentation to plant seeds for parties and recruit leads. At the end of the video or the live, recap how to contact you how to shop, recap all the deadlines, let them know where the video will live so they can watch it later and they can invite people to watch it. If you want to have prizes for orders placed during the live or by the deadline, then go ahead and keep it simple. I would do drawings because they're the easiest. Then after the holidays, I would individually reach out to everyone who bought something as a gift. I would ask them how the recipient loved it and tell them to invite the recipient to your VIP group so that you can continue to serve them. If you have any questions or need some suggestions working with your products about how to put them together as gifts, go ahead and send me a DM or ask in a Facebook group. Summer is a great time to dive into using the social selling model to build your direct sales business because it's flexible and you can set up everything before you go on vacation so that it works for you when you don't want to work. Most direct sellers aren't using the social selling model to its full capacity. And up until now, most programs that train this model are either mid or high ticket programs or just focus on social media. And most direct sellers aren't ready to invest thousands or even hundreds of dollars into a program until they have some success under their belt. So they end up investing in social media training that gives them good information about the platform, but doesn't help them build their direct sales business because the program wasn't designed for direct sellers. And this is why I've created a program that gives direct sellers the systems, tools, training, coaching, and support that they need so that they can learn how to work with a social selling model and have it work for them even when they want to take time off from their business. The program is called Energize, and it's the opposite of everything I don't like about social selling programs. It's month to month, and it's super low ticket. Right now, it's only $7 a month. And I priced it that way because I want it to be accessible for all direct sellers. Signing up for this is a no-brainer. And even if you have the busiest summer of your life plan, I encourage you to sign up and jump in when you can because it is just $7. You'll have access to everything as long as you're a member, so it'll be here when you're ready for it. I created this program with the everyday direct seller in mind, the one who works your business in the nooks and crannies alongside everything else that she does. But it's really for all direct sellers because all direct sellers, even if you're using the party model or building a team, need to use all aspects of the social selling model to support everything else that they're doing for their business. The lessons are short and you can binge them or watch them in nooks and crannies. Plus, you'll have access to me so that you can get as much support as you want applying the content. And this summer, I'm hosting Summer School. And in it, you'll get extra support applying the energized content to your business so that by the end of the summer, 
you'll know how to use the entire social selling model. If you want training and systems to make the most of the social selling model so that it will bring you results even when you want to take time off, and if you want support and coaching to develop consistent habits and be able to apply the system so that you can build a successful direct sales business in the nooks and crannies of your life, then enroll in the Energized Summer School. If you start now, imagine the momentum that you'll build going into the fall. It's just $7 a month and you can cancel anytime. So go to kellynorthcott.com energize to learn more and sign up or send me a DM if you have any questions.